welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching. And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You can't see the spinach in your own teeth. And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. We're back with another episode about reality testing, the theme of the month, Karen. It is right here, right now, real time. So the interesting thing about reality testing is there's a couple of things that are related to the topic that obviously had, well, there's many things that have us focus on the individual, but in terms of the EQI 2.0 assessment, it's one of the things about reality testing that really identifies if you have a, if you have a strength in this area or not, ironically, is if you have a good sense of what your strengths are, as well as your weaknesses. So really being able to understand the reality of how you're showing up on the, in the world. People tend to show up in a couple of different ways. Some people will show up with, I am strong, look at my strengths, this is what's going on, I have no weaknesses, I'm a superstar at everything. The other side of it is, is that some people tend to focus only on their weaknesses. If I could only be better, why can't I get this right? I don't have any skills. I'm horrible at this. It's about having a good balance, a good reality of your strengths as well as your weaknesses. It ties into some other EQI subscales, such as self-regard and self-actualization. However, it is an interesting thing to think about because the moment that we can embrace our strengths and our weaknesses, it helps us actually approach life in a more balanced way. You know, it's funny, Jen, that was just making me think about like strengths finders. And, um, and, and it's funny, my, my top, one of my top strengths is self-assurance. And it's funny because the, the, the self-assurance thing is really about, you know, that people that are really talented in self-assurance, they're, they're confident, right? They can take risks. They can manage their own lives. They have, you know, a lot of certainty in being able to make decisions and kind of just do them, which is, which is me. But the interesting thing about my self-assurance is that I know that I suck at stuff <laughs> and, and it's okay. Like, I don't care. I am so not a detail-oriented person. I don't care. I am not strategic. I don't care. I'm not going to pay attention to every little thing. It doesn't matter because I can rely on my self-assurance to help me out. So, so my reality, right, my reality of things and being able to separate different things and different pieces, different situations allows me to remain really objective because it doesn't matter if I can't stick a landing. I don't care. I'll figure it out. You know, I love that, Karen. It makes me think about um, that when we can own our strengths and our weaknesses, it allows us to show up in a very get real kind of way. It allows us to actually be more efficient, right? So remember way back in the day when, uh, you know, you and I first got together and we're working on the business and we would both try to be everything for the business, right? 
And what we had to realize is that, you know, that we had different strengths and we had different weaknesses. And when I asked you to you to be stronger in a weakness, or you asked me to be stronger in a weakness, we would usually end up not being very happy. So mm-hmm. instead, it's about embracing who we are. What's the reality of our talent? Karen, you and I have, I'm just going to say it, right? We have a huge talent pool between the two of us. We are have a lot of different ways that we are effective, efficient. We're good at what we do. We have a lot of different skill sets, but we don't each have the same. So our reality testing of that pool allows us to divide and conquer, to figure out when we come to eat together to work on stuff. When do we bring outsiders in? How do we start to look at the reality of what it is versus me wishing you would do things different and you wishing I would do things different? And that was a real breakthrough, I would say. Um, aha, for us, because aha, the, uh-huh. the way we work together, it makes it so much more fun because we have such a good sense of the talent pool that we have between us. Yeah, big time. And and that's that's huge because if you're trying to jam a square peg into a round hole, like it just takes way too much effort, way too much freaking energy. And and it's not and it's not fun for people. You know, if you can sit here and, you know, hell, I am at one of my top five strengths is adaptability. I will go with the flow all day long. So, you know, being able to kind of, you know, ebb and flow and do things, whatever, that's really great because you're a little bit more structured than I am. And we need that. Right? And we sometimes and other times we need a shit ton of adaptability. And it's almost like we just know each other so well that it's just like, okay, when we're focused, it's you're getting us focused. When we need to be a little bit more ebbing and flowing and adaptable, I'm going to get us a little bit there. So, and not expecting each other to do that other thing. Because like I said earlier, if you're going to want me to be strategic, you're going to, you might as well just right now stand up, put a big X on the wall and just put a little sign above it that says bang head here because you can bang your head there all day long. I am not going to be strategic. Yeah, I think that adaptability and structure is really good because uh, sometimes we need structure and sometimes we need adaptability. And the interesting thing is I will say by influence alone, um, and I'm adaptable in a lot of ways, but I would say my adaptability has increased by you in my life and probably a little structure has increased, but it's not about saying that it has to be this way. We just are able to see when does it work well and when doesn't it. And if we need to be more adaptable, Karen takes the lead. And if we need a little bit more structure, I take the lead. And so part of this is to ask yourself is where is your reality testing regarding your strengths and weakness as a professional Most of the people who listen to our podcast are coaches. So we'll just say as a professional coach, right? Where are your strengths? Where are your weakness? And this is in a couple different areas. One is sure about having a business, but the other is about you as a coach, right? So how you show up, how you coach, what tools do you use? Do you rely on the same stuff again and again and again? Do you, are you strong at, at coaching the feelings and the weakness is an action? 
How do you bridge that gap since TFAR is a part of the entire thoughts, feelings, actions, and results are a part of the entire coaching process? This is time for reality testing for yourself to say, where is it that I can build and augment? Where is my comfort zone? What do I want to do? And how do I objectively look at what's needed? You know what, Jen, it's funny when you just said that, that made me think of too, like so many coaches, they just want to coach, right? They, they want to coach and, and they want to get in and they want to work with individuals or they want to work with teams and they don't like the business side of it. So, you know, that's, that's understand your own reality around that too, right? Those are two very different things, like being a coach and being a business owner and how can you bring, you know, some of your strengths perhaps to whatever you're doing to be a business owner, if you're hitting it out of the park as a coach, but you're, you're not, you know, a lot of clients because you don't have the business sense or the entrepreneurial mind, because that's really important too. So I think a lot of this guys is asking yourself questions all the time. What am I good at? What do I need help? What do I want to completely scrap? And where is my mindset helping me? How many of you think I'm so bad at business? I can't do this business thing. Business is hard. I just want to coach. All of that is clouding the reality of what could be happening because it's sort of uh, uh, determining the outcome before putting in any energy into it. So on that note, Karen, I just want to remind everybody, if you want to get certified in the EQI 2.0 assessment, our next training is happening in November of 2021. We want you to be a part of the training. The assessment changes people's lives and being able to really understand emotional intelligence is the game changer that individuals and leaders want in their organizations as well as just personal life coaching. So check it out at www.kickstartyouredge.com slash EQI. You know, Jen, too, I just need to add on to that, what you just said. Emotional intelligence, especially after the last 18 months, this is what it's all about. This is just a no-brainer. And this is everything that we're doing in organizations. Somehow, some way, emotional intelligence is jumping into every gig that we get. So true. Um, and on that note, Chen, let's wrap this puppy up and land the plane. All right, we're out. See ya. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in-crowd of coaches. Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real.